Hola, this is La Chicana Cristiana. So, um, let's pray. All right. Dear God, Lord Jesus, um, thank you for bringing us all here together again and opening our eyes this morning and um, having food in our bellies and a roof over our heads. And um, we're grateful for, you know, the, the everyday things we have because we know that these everyday things aren't things that everyone has. Uh, so we thank you, God, for for things that we may overlook during the day, things that we may not think about too hard. Um, but nonetheless, we're eternally grateful for all these things um, and for making us comfortable and happy and uh, um, taking care of our needs. So thank you, God. Um, we hope that you bless our, our um, talk today and that we can um, possibly learn something new and connect in a different way. And I uh, pray for everyone who's listening today that the thing that you've been praying for comes to fruition and that God blesses you. And even if it doesn't turn out the way that you originally wanted it to, that it turns out the way that you need it to. So thank you, God. Um, we love you, and we. I hope that um, you can give me the right words to say. Amen. So, hi, everyone. Um, I wanted to talk about something that God put into my mind, and it's related to a verse that I have, and it's uh, Acts 2.17. And... Um, this was, it says, um, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. <coughs> excuse me. Oh, excuse me. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. So what is that talking about? It's talking about today. It's talking about today's times. We're in the last days. And I don't want to say this to scare you or to make you like feel panicked or anything. Because if you believe in God and you believe in Jesus, you have nothing to worry about. But um, I'm going to continue with the verse. So it goes on. Acts 2.18 And on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit and they shall prophesy. So this is talking about how in the days that we're living in right now, God is going to be present in our lives. And even if we're not, you know, so I guess, um, you know, traditionally seen as, I don't know how to describe it, like leaders of, of the church, let's say, um, you know, in the past, God will, um, appoint prophets and these prophets would most likely be you know men of God who were important people in the church um, and he's saying here that in the last days I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh your sons and your daughters your young men and your old men 
my servants and my handmaidens. So it's saying anyone, anyone of any class, of any, you know, um, financial situation or any, any position, you know, can prophecy because he's pouring out his spirit on all of us in these days. And I like this verse because it, it specifies your sons and your daughters. And there's a lot of, um, what is it? A lot of traditional dichotomies, I guess, um, from the church about how men are the leaders, women have to follow. Men are the head of, are like the head of Christ, I guess, you know. Um, or the head, they're the head of the, of the, um, of the family. So blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, um, but it's saying here in the last days, saith God, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh on your sons and your daughters. They shall prophesy. Um, so what I'm saying here is that it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if, you know, you don't see yourself as being some spiritual leader or some religious, you know, um, important person, something like that. God is going to pour out his flesh onto you if you allow him. And all you have to do is be open to him and to ask, you know, and to allow him into your heart. And, you know, he will show you things. He will show you things that are going to come to pass. He will show you things that have happened before. Um, you know, I've done a lot of thinking with God about, you know, the, our history as Chicanos and specifically, you know, my history as a Hinisero, Hinisera. And, um, he showed me some, some truths about, you know, history and led me, you know, guided me to finding these truths. And I'm seeing proof of it, you know, everywhere. It's like he's revealed it to me. And then after the fact, I, I find, you know, the evidence. So it's really fascinating. Um, so I encourage you, you know, if, if you have some deep, deep, I guess, um, what is it called? Um, questions or, or, you know, you want to understand something about the world or about God or about anything like that. You can ask him and he's going to tell you. I'm not saying he's going to tell you everything <laughs> and it's going to be, it may not be as, you know, straightforward as you'd like. Um, but it says, I will pour out my spirit on, upon all flesh so we can all feel him. We can all be close to him. We can all, you know, soak in God's energy just like, you know, prophets did in the past. And this is now going, this is now accessible. God's spirit is now accessible to, you know, the regular folk, <laughs> the regular people. Servants on my handmaids, your sons, your daughters, your young men, your old men everyone and so that's something I want I want you to really really capture from this from this episode is that you can be as close to God as anyone else 
It doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter, you know, if you didn't come from any well-to-do family or even any religious background. Here today, you can ask God to come into your life, to pour his spirit onto you, and he will. And if you accept Jesus Christ as the Son of God and that he died for our sins, you are saved and God will pour his spirit onto you. So that was, that was, um, this is essentially the main idea that I wanted to get across today. And, uh, this is something I've been thinking about for quite a few days. Um, so yeah, I remember that God is here for us. God's door is open to us. It's not like the past where, you know, his spirit was, was, only you know accessible to to the prophets who you know focused on this daily or the religious leaders um his spirit is now accessible to all of us i talk a lot about the last days and i don't want people to think you know start to get into panic mode about you know end of the world and stuff like that it's just you know it's a reality that's going to happen and it's okay it's okay that's why we believe in god and we believe in jesus we accept him in our lives we try to do good we forgive people um you know and follow follow the ten commandments honor your mother your mother and father um you know don't steal don't commit adultery um yeah don't envy your neighbor you know so it's not that hard but it's also hard at the same time you know and in the bible it says that god's path or jesus's path is like a rod right because a rod is straight it's thin and straight like a rod the road to to god so in a way it's easy because we know what we're supposed to do exactly we do know but it's also hard because it's not the way that the world operates currently you know we're we're in a time period where sexual sin is is accepted and um praised and you know glorified and all that stuff um especially with the whole like only fans and i'm not trying to put sex workers down but they all know that they're you know, not, not doing what's exactly right for their soul. They all know that. They know that. Um, do they care? No, some don't. Some do. And I know for a lot of people, it's, um, a matter of survival. And I get that. But a whole lot of them is, they're really just trying to make money. Um, so this is something about me that. I'm not proud of whatsoever, um, but I've been involved in the past with, you know, the escort industry, um, of, you know, again, not something I'm proud of at all, but you know, a lot of these other women who I met young, you know, young women, they all had good jobs. They all had good jobs. They all came from good families, you know, well-off families. Um, they all had educations, 
you know, all making good money on their own and they still choose to do that type of stuff. Why? Greed. It's straight up greed. And I know because I've been in those positions and for me, most of it was, was, you know, well, I'm not, I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. It was also greed. Um, I'm going to, I tried to say that, you know, it was for survival, but at the end of the day, I didn't have kids at the time. You know, I had other ways of making money. I had an education. It wasn't a life or death thing. This was my only option. It just was to me something that may be easy and would make me a lot of money fast. It's greed, greed, somewhat laziness, um, vanity. And that's exactly what it is, you know, for many people. I understand some people in some countries, you know, that's pretty much their only option to, to bring their family out of poverty. That's a different story. When you're just trying to do things just to, you know, actually just feed your family and not just, you know, being able to buy the next, the, the latest iPhone or the, you know, the, I don't even know what freaking designer bags people buy, but you know, so yeah, there's a difference between those, those two, um, So if you may be, if you know someone or if you may be involved in that type of industry, you know, you have to get out at some point. You have to help your friend get out. You have to encourage them to to do something different, you know, um, get an education, get a, I'm going to say it. Yeah. Get a real job. Um, I understand that type of stuff pays the bills, but it's not doing anything for your career, you know, overall. And if we're going to be smart, we have to work on our career so that when we're older and we can't do these types of things, we can still make money. Respectably. So the world is, is somewhat backwards nowadays. You know, sex work and all that stuff is glorified. Um, I'm not going to bring gay people into it because I think the the whole LGBTQ thing is blown out of proportion in terms of, you know, um, Christians believing that it's the devil and it's this and that. And, you know, there's really not that many gay people as, as what people think. And the thing is about kids being influenced by, by this, it's it's like kids are going to be, you know, influenced by everything. And it's your job as a parent to guide them, you know, and the thing is that, um, cause people say like, oh, in school, like other kids are, are peer pressuring people or, you know, just influencing, influencing other kids to, you know, experiment sexually and all that stuff. Well, the thing is in like a gay way and it's, it's, you know, seen, this is seen as a threat and, you know, it's about our children. But the thing is you should not, a kid in high school should not be experimenting sexually anyway that's fornication you know that's supposed to be safe for your your husband your wife um so if you're teaching trying to teach them the real christian way it doesn't matter if it's gay or not they shouldn't be doing it at that age and before marriage the gay part isn't the problem it's the fornication that is 
Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments didn't say, don't be gay. <laughs> it says, don't fornicate. Right. So I think that's, that's where the problem lies is that people don't realize that, you know, they're not, they're not comparing the right, the right things. Um, they're not looking at the right things in this, in this issue. But anyway, um, so yeah, sex is glorified, sex before marriage, you know, the whole thing about like, oh, how are you going to know if, if it's any good with that person, if you don't try and then you're going to be stuck with them if you don't, you know, blah, blah, blah. But that's the whole thing. If you never had it with someone else, there's nothing compared to and people get better. They learn, you know, they you learn more about each other's bodies, stuff like that. You know, in time, it's going to be better. But we have this instant gratification thing. We want now, now, now. We want things to be good now. And we can't get through the the process, the natural process of things. And that that reminds me of my own situation where, unrelated, but somewhat related, of, of understanding the process of things. Um... I've been a little impatient about my job picking up and I have to understand too that there's a process, you know, when God's doing the work, it's going to be slow because he wants to make sure you're ready for it. He wants to make sure you're grateful for it and you're not taking, um, what is it called? Anyway, um, you know, he wants to make sure you're not, um, taking it for granted, you know, that's why things have to go slow when you're building something great in in God's with God's you know help it has to go slow and that's just a fact um in my humble opinion <laughs> because if some if things just happen now 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 you don't it's it's like you don't appreciate it you don't understand it you don't yeah you don't understand the magnitude and greatness of it to actually appreciate it so that's why things have to happen slow when you're starting a business that's going to be a great business it's going to be slow at first um or when you're learning some maybe you're learning instrument maybe you're learning language like anything like that it's going to be slow at first always it's always going to be slow it's always going to be hard and it's just it it has to be like that so that you appreciate it you know so anyway I've already talked for a lot longer than I thought I would <laughs> so I mentioned this last time about how it's crazy when you're like ready to do something like maybe me with the podcast it's like right before I have my and right before I start sometimes I feel like oh I'm tired or I'm this and like I'm not really feeling like I don't know it's just there's something about my energy that's a little bit off right before I do it. And if I just push through that and I just do it anyway, it's it's like it's better than what I expected it to be. I don't know what that is, but I think it's some force trying to make trying to mess up, you know, what I'm what I'm doing for God. <laughs> Making me feel like I'm too tired for this or I'm not in the mood for this or some stuff like that. But you should always be in the mood for God, right? There's no excuses or things that are beneficial to you, to your health, you know, exercising, um, 
maybe doing a meal prep where you, you you're saving money you're eating healthy or or anything like that where you know you're really um you're doing something good for yourself that may take a little bit of work or, or out of your comfort zone or something like that you're always going to get those feelings right before you're doing stuff like that they're good for you and it's weird not always but you know this is what happens to me that um but you know maybe it happens to you too when you're doing something new for the first time that you know if you do it and you keep doing it it's going to be something great but it's just that first step where you're doubtful or you don't know where um you're just not sure if things are going to work out or even or if it's like even worth starting so like those kinds of thoughts are all trying to just stop you from doing it because it because whatever it is knows that it's good for you and that's going to make you a greater person closer to god more healthy you know um so yeah that's really crazy how that happens So I appreciate you every, I appreciate everyone who listens to this and finds some, you know, maybe something that helps them a little bit, even if it's just one line in this entire thing that really just sticks with you. Um, this is what I do it for. And maybe in the future, I'm going to, you know, make up some designs, make some clothing, stuff like that. And it could be cool. Um, I just have to, uh myself <laughs> so uh you you may or might not know this but I have a publishing company and I'm going to be writing a book about um I'm, act- I'm actually not too sure how I'm going to structure how this can be structured whether it's going to be a novel or if it's going to be a nonfiction. um Every time I think of nonfiction fiction, I actually have to do the whole not fake or fake in my head. <laughs> I can't, you know, it, I always have to cross-reference that in my head, back back in my head about the fake or not fake. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to be writing a book about um, La Historia Nisera, La Historia Genisera, perdón and um pardon me and it's going to you know describe my i mean i don't know if i'm gonna have the exact story but you know i'm gonna get as close as possible um historically and just just from any resources resources i have to get as close as possible to what may have actually happened um to my ancestors and uh you know, how they were cap- captured and then sold into slavery to the Hispanos in New Mexico. And that's where my family is still today. And we live, um, we're from some of the outside, um, pueblos from Albuquerque, about, you know, 15, 10, 15 miles from Albuquerque. And these are all, um, a lot of these, you know, villages are like, um, Genisero villages, right? It's, it's pretty much all Genisero's. And my grandpa was given a, um, he was given a, la- he was given a land grant because he could prove that he was Henny Settle. And that's actually how I knew 
that was our history just because of that fact that he was able to apply for this land grant um so i'm going to be writing this book about the history and what happened and you know i hope that that this will spread some awareness about the history of new mexico and the history of the people there and um also fill in for people who are this fill in that that question mark that's always existed about who am i i've pretty much had have had this identity crisis my entire life about what am i who am i like where did i come from (laughs) so um and it's really amazing that God has revealed this to me. And like I said, this is the same thing. Like I said in the beginning, if you ask God to, if you ask God a question, if you want to know something about the past or about the future or about present, anything. And if you ask God sincerely and you look for the signs, he's going to tell you. If it's something he thinks that you will benefit from knowing, he's going to tell you. And that's how I found out about this. Um, you know, I wanted to know. I asked God and he put the pieces together in front of me. Um, the book is most likely going to be called La, La Cautiva. So look out. <laughs> um anyway we'll talk about that maybe you know I'm going to do another episode once I gather some more information um and then I'm going to start doing podcasts maybe with other people just to describe what's going on um so thank you guys all for being here and listening um this may be a shorter podcast today just because i don't know (laughs) it's kind of late and i need to go to bed um but anyway i'm really happy that i you know you guys are listening and checking in every week or so you know um i'm trying really hard to be consistent to make sure i'm doing this every saturday and, and releasing it so you guys can you know have this um this every week and i know that you know the more i do this more people are listening the more people are you know reaching out to god and i want to remind you guys again that i'm not a perfect person i didn't grow up extremely religious i didn't grow up in the church um i didn't even want to go to church (laughs) for a long time and um done a lot of things I'm not proud of and God has forgiven me and uh, he can forgive you too doesn't matter what your past is if you you know um, was it cast off your sins and you ask for forgiveness and you change your ways because it's not just about believing you have to do the actions too then God will you know forgive you God will save you you just have to believe in him and follow the commandments 
we all sin sometimes, um, but we can't make excuses or, you know, we have to own up to them and, and, you know, understand that it's our choices. You know, we are, we can change our choices. We can do more for ourselves, you know? So I think I may have said, said this before, but if you ever want to email me with any requests, any prayer requests, anything like that, my email is, um, Chicana Christianity at gmail.com. I'm going to get a better email soon. And at some point I'm going to start putting out, I guess, um, maybe like self-improvement work, workbooks for, for Christians and, um, maybe some journals, stuff like that, because that's something that always, I, I always love doing those types of things. And I want to create, you know, something that people will find useful and inspire them and help them along the way in a more concrete way, I guess. So let me know, um, if you're interested in any of these things, if you have any requests or any ideas or, you know, just, just anything, let me know you're listening. I would appreciate that. If anyone wants to send me a message, just say, Hey, I'm listening and whatever, you know, I just like, I just want to see that this message is getting to people and just, um, that there's real people listening, right? That there's real people listening to me. (laughs) This is going to be my 21st episode, I think. And, um, I cannot believe I've been this consistent with it in reality. Um, by the end of this year, maybe there's going to be like, I might have like 50 episodes altogether. But yeah. Okay. All right. I, 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 I see. I can't even talk anymore. <laughs> I appreciate you guys for, for coming and listening and, you know, praying with me. Um, so let's pray. Dear God, Lord Jesus, thank you for everything. Um, thank you for opening our eyes today and allowing us to breathe and live and be here present. And, um, we hope that we can become closer to you and, you know, that you will pour your spirit onto us like you said you would, and that we can accept you into our lives, into our hearts and soften, soften our, ourselves for you. And that we can be softer to the people around us and, and more like you and more forgiving and that we can let go of any grudges or any, um, bad feelings and just, and just try to live more in the way that you, you told us to. I hope that, um, anyone who's struggling with the issue can find God's help and, um, God's grace in that. We understand that sometimes things don't work out the way we want them, but it's the way that they need to for, for you and in your will that, um, you're doing things for us that we can't exactly see. And we know that we have to just trust you and, and, and believe and have faith. And even when we don't see the, the lights or when we don't see the end of it, um, that we continue to trust you because we know that we're in your hands and we are safe and, um, your, your will is what's best for us. Not necessarily what our will is. 
and that we can learn to accept that. So thank you, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Um, please continue to bless us and to solve our, our problems and to help us in this world that is, um, is pretty difficult at times. And I hope that we can make it through the problems that we're having and the issues and, you know, maybe relationship issues, money issues, um, and that we can find God's grace in all these things. And, um, so yeah, we thank you, God, for, for everything. And, uh, thank you for allowing, um, your message to be heard. And, uh, I hope we can have a, you know, um, a fruitful and productive and, um, healthy, healthy week ahead of us. So thank you, God, for everything. We love you. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. And, uh, amen. So thanks. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> I don't even know what to say at the end. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I have to say. But, yeah, email me, um, Chicana Christianity. I'd love to hear from you. And just let me know you're listening. That would be great. All right.